What's up, everyone? Today on the podcast, I'm going deep with a good friend of mine, Andrew Cripps. Now, Andrew is an actor, presenter, assistant director, and a strong advocate for mental health. And on the podcast, we talk a lot about our time together on Aquaman and our bonding experiences and everything else in between, because I have to tell you, he is by far one of my favorite people to be on set with. And we also talk about the current feature film that we're a part of that will name Nameless. And really, we don't say much all about that, but we talk about the little fun experiences that happen between moments on set. And also, Andrew keeps it real. And he tells and he shares a lot about his own struggles that he's dealt with through anxiety and depression and really finding himself as a person and as a performer and gaining the confidence within himself to actually strive for and achieve the dreams that he set for himself in life. Without further ado, please welcome the man himself, Andrew Cripps. You're now about to go deep with Dan Good. What on set, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Young for a take. Standing by. You tell them, man. And action. See, that's the AD in you coming yep. out. That's the inner AD. Yeah. Yep. See? Absolute silence. Listen to that. It's beautiful. It's the voice. See, that's what we want. Now just keep that the same all the time. 10 4, I'll try. Andrew, brother, what's going on? Mate, it's good to be here. It's good to see you again. It's, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, been a while. What? A couple of weeks? A couple of weeks. It's been too long. <laughs> I think so too. I yeah. think so as well. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, you know, we were on set. You yep. had a good joke around. Yep, I've got to we say, were. bro, I'm yep. just going to put it out there straight away yep. so everybody knows. You're one of my favorite people to be on set with. Hands down. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, the same goes to you as well. I love it. There's yeah. mutual love going on there. There is. It's uh, it's a whole other vibe, isn't it? it it's is. just all positivity. It's high vibes. It's excitement. Um, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's rowdy in a good way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, good vibes. Yeah, yeah. I'd say, man. And uh, that's right. And we had one day there where you uh, weren't on set with us. And, uh, man, we were all feeling it. You yeah. Know? We, we were missing you. <laughs> I, I appreciate the positivity. <laughs> You're making me blush. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's quite funny how uh, me and you met. We met a couple of years ago on a set. <laughs> we won't specify what that is. I don't know. Yeah. If we oh, can well, that, one, that one we can. I mean, the one we were just on, I yeah. think uh, we got to uh, maneuver around yes. the murky waters of yes. not releasing anything or we won't be allowed back on again. Exactly. <laughs> and um, yeah. Fantastic I, set it was. Yeah. It was though. <laughs> I mean, wow. Yeah. The costumes. Yes. The, the costumes. Yeah. The sets. Just the, uh, the, the energy. Yeah. Um, the energy for sure. Yeah. Especially the scenes mm, we were in. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like, I've got to say that it is quite possibly the best set I've ever been on. Um, and it all comes down to just energy. You know, everyone's yeah. energy was just really positive. Everyone was happy to be there. Um, everyone was in their element. You know, the work that everybody was doing was fantastic. It was infectious. Um, you know, it lit that spark within everybody and it was just, yeah, it was a fantastic set. Yeah. I'll, I'll remember it forever. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. No, no, me too, man. And I wish mm. we could say a lot more about it. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Do you want to just bring it a little bit close to you? Just the, yeah, that mic. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one, bro. Just, I just want to hear your sweet voice, touch. you know? Just yeah, a touch. That's there, we it. Go. there we go. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was terrific, yeah. man. The director was amazing, although we can't say anything about mm -hmm. that because then it's very obvious what we were doing. But yeah. man, I can't wait till that comes out. What's it going to be like 2021, 2022? I think yeah, now, maybe, maybe in a year or two, something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, I'm very much excited. Oh, It'll be. 
it'll be fun to see uh, how it all turned out. Dude, we had some cool stuff that we got asked to do as well, man. I just, yeah. 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 I, I mean, I wish I could, yeah, I wish I could say can't. things. It yeah. was, there was some cool things. Yeah. There was yeah. some there was really a lot cool of cool things. things. There was a lot of, yep. shall we say, singing going on. Um, yeah. There's, there's a lot. There's, yeah. yeah. It's just a lot of commotion. Yeah. yeah a lot of commotion. Yeah. A lot of positive memories yeah. were formed there. They were. Yeah. A lot of funny moments. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, I wish I could, I could, I wish I could speak about a lot of these funny moments but yeah, um i guess i guess a couple you could that weren't exactly on uh, <laughs> the set <per> se. <laughs> i i yeah <laughs> any come to mind <laughs> well i mean there is um there is one in particular i guess we could start this off in a comedic way um we were all sitting there at unit base um all of us were there and uh all of a sudden we it was silent i mean you know, it was it'd dead been a silent. long day. It was like 15 it was long, hour day. It was like day a 15 hour day. Yeah. Like no one was talking. It was super silent. All of a sudden, this lovely, lovely lady walks along and she, <laughs> she peeks her head in the, uh, in the tent, sees Dan, says, and comes in, hey, Dan, I'll text you later. <laughs> and then all of us guys were like, what? Yeah, <laughs> it was. No, it was, she just bailed. She yeah. just said that and then yeah. walked, and you could see the look on her face. She's like, "Oh shit, I just realized yeah. what I just did." But like, that's the thing. She didn't realize the way that she said she didn't it. Didn't mean have come it the off. way that it sounded. But yeah. it was twenty-seven just, guys sitting yeah. in that yeah. tent um, with all day on set and nothing left in the tank. Uh, she yeah. certainly found that. F- Friggin' hilarious. It was priceless. It was so funny. But like, I mean, you probably won't think it's that funny right now, but no, it was the no. way it was said. It was the tone. It was it a was long time. It was random. Was it was random. Dead silent comes in. Hey, Dan, I'll text you later. <laughs> Your face goes red. We're <laughs> all like, embarrassed. But it was harmless. It didn't mean it anything. It was, but that's why I was yeah. embarrassed. I'm yeah. like, oh yeah. no, girl, you did not just say yeah, that yeah, in front yeah. of everyone. And then boom, drop of a pen. You just start pissing yourself. Yeah. Almost fell yeah. off your chair laughing. Yeah. You could not take it. Eh? I, well, because I was, um, I was quite out of it by that point. It was a long day, yeah. so I was, um, I was hysterical. But the funniest part then was after that moment happened, she obviously walked off, and we were all having a laugh. And then myself and another friend of mine, um, John, who was sitting next to me, we were like, oh, "Wouldn't it be funny if this joke kept on happening?" And you know, there's more and more people coming through saying, "Hey, Dan, I'll text you later. I'll text you later." So John was like, "Why don't you go get somebody else?" to say the same thing, like walk in, make the timing perfect. Don't tell Dan about it. Let's just make it happen. (laughs) So I've then walked away in a very sneaky way and I've stood there like in this walkway as all these people come by and I'm like, oh, hey, can you help me out? Can you walk walk into um, this tent and say, hey, Dan, I'll text you later. And then sure enough, I think we had like four or five dude, people come through. It was because all the extras and all like the young yeah. ladies and the yeah. dudes and the yeah. 80s and everyone was walking past our tent the whole time yeah. to leave yeah. and get, go off the studio yeah. lot. Yeah. <laughs> and and we had like had a few th- of my friends help me out. We had yeah. the ads yeah. come in. I, th- and I think it, it was first that there was another chick came past and said the same thing. Yeah. And I'm like, what is yeah, going yeah, on? You, you were totally and put on the spot. Well, we were oblivious. I didn't yeah. know what was going on. Even to the other guys, you did, and you yeah. still lost your shit. Yeah. And it was just had the same effect yeah. basically as it did before. Yeah. And then another dude at a. Uh, a male and a female AD yeah. came and gave our speech. You know, guys, you're going to go in and take your outfits off soon, you yeah. know, da 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 yeah. And before they walked away, oh, yeah, Dan, I'll text you later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it was this really inspirational speech. Great job, everybody. Oh, awesome. Man. Hey, Dan, I'll text you later. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, 
yes. And anyway, it kept happening, Dude, you know, two or four times, I think, at yeah, least. Like, yeah, it was yeah. just. So like, it just it became the inside joke. Well, everyone's got the intercoms, like, they're yeah. talking. So they were all hearing yeah. it and they were communicating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, oh, and man. it was at this moment that Dan became the man. Dan became the man. He he was, and then that carried on for the rest of the, the shooting days that we were there. Yeah, and um, yeah. even when I came back months later, yeah. people remembered. And, yeah, uh, yeah, it was fantastic. It was hilarious. Yeah. So anyway, that's a bit of yeah, and it was stuff. harmless because mm. we were just trying to set up to do a scene together yeah. for our show. Really, yeah, yeah, exactly. That was it was harmless. It was, about. It was nothing. It wasn't anything else. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. good times, good How times, good. brother. But what one film we can talk about yes. is where we met first. Yes, on the studio. Lot down at Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. So we both worked on um, Aquaman quite a few years ago now, and that's where we, we both met. Um, and yeah, that was that was really fun. That was, I don't know, maybe the 20, second yeah. or third maybe film that I ever worked on. Yeah, um, big film. Big, yeah, big, big film. film. Really yeah. good experience. Met a lot of great people like yourself. And it was just fun, you know, a lot of memories that, you know, obviously will last a lifetime. Um I mean, once again, you know, stuff that you can't really chat about, unfortunately, but, um, you know, it was just a really good vibe, really, really good vibe. So, yeah, I loved it. I mean, we can't speak about some of it. The movie's done. It's gone. It's released. Like, you know, oh, I mean, we can't talk about stuff. like the larrikin <laughs> stuff, but uh, I mean, it was cool. We got to play Russian Submariners, yeah. you know, watch yeah. Jason Marmoa yeah. absolutely destroy yeah. Yeah, some it was special cool. ops pirates. And cool. if anyone's seen the film, it's at, it's at near the start, right? And yeah. they're in a submarine and we're there in the cockpit doing our thing. Yeah. And um, one of the pirates comes in and just absolutely guns us all down dead. So yeah. we have to play dead this whole time for what? Probably about three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Just um, playing dead for three weeks straight. And watch Jason Momoa walk in there and absolutely obliterate these uh, special ops pirates who are actually stuntmen yeah. the whole time throughout the film. Yep. And um, they're on wires, getting thrown left, right and centre around the room, getting thrown into the periscopes, getting beaten up against fake door walls. And yep. fuck, it was cool, man. It was awesome. It was so good. It was a really good vibe. But yeah. And we, I mean, yeah, we we had what a bunch of us sailors that were probably, there was probably only what, eight of us maybe? Eight, yeah, eight or nine of many, us like, yeah. in that cockpit room mm. for like three weeks weeks three and a half weeks yeah. and you you get a tight-knit bond don't you when you do any film like that yeah. but um especially because like you you spoke about before with the energy on set yeah. uh when we were doing that and it was just like oh, it was just awesome the whole time yeah. and we would joke you know we were there to do a job all the time but when we had the downtime the lads would just yeah. get together and we had the funniest stories being told yeah oh man we definitely can't talk about some of those <laughs> but some, especially shane's story <laughs> I wish we could tell it. Oh, oh man. man, just yeah. it was just a good, good old time. <laughs> Sorry, I was just, I was just I know. it's all coming back to oh, me now. Man. Oh, it's man. all coming back so to me. So good. <laughs> it was probably watching this going, don't, no, don't, 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 say, it. It. don't say it. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, don't yeah, go yeah, on yeah. the and say it. Yeah. Oh, no, that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what else can I say? It was awesome, you know, it was awesome. And what's cool as well is that. I mean, obviously the Gold Coast is quite a small place. So you, you find that you, the people that you worked with, you know, years ago on all these films, you end up working yeah. with again and again yeah, and yeah. again and again. So it's really cool. It's, um, you know, you kind of become this one big happy family and, you know, watching everyone grow as performers and seeing what they end up doing and yeah. what they move on to and stuff. It's really cool. Yeah. It's really awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and some of the extravagant sets that were mm. on there, like, you know, like there was, we were on the inside of the, a submarine, yeah. so the control panels and just everything. Yeah. Pardon me. Look, look, look legit. <laughs> yeah. um, and then you go like on the outer parts of the submarine where they built 
mm-hmm. a goddamn submarine with a lot of, we'll say, green cloth and everything over yeah. it because obviously there's a lot of CGI goes into yeah. some of those films. But just, yeah, some of the sets like Atlantis and things like that, they did just like they build all that yeah. stuff from scratch, like a lot of it, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of it is CGI too. But, yeah. Mm. Amazing. Production design was incredible. You know, yeah. set design was incredible. Costumes, Everything was to like, a T, you know. It's just when you go on those yeah. big studio films, I mean, they'll go $100 million plus, yeah, like yeah, yeah. $200 million plus sets and just the money and the detail that goes yeah. into those costumes and the makeup and just everything is just extraordinary really when yeah. you see how it's done and how it's made and if you ever get a chance to like see those behind the scenes mm. footage and things like that um it's something to see for those at home that don't know how the movies are sort of made you know like and you get a good good insight into how it all goes down it's yeah. um that's wicked man yeah 100 and, and you know what it is it sets like those are the you know the, the very reason why i wanted to get into you know, film and whatnot. It's just magical. You know, you walk in onto this, you know, this studio lot, you walk into the studio and it's just a whole nother world. You know, they've created this, this big thing out of this and that. And it's, it looks just extravagant. It's a, it's a whole nother world. It's magical. I don't know. I, I keep saying the word magical, but that's what it is. And a whole nother yeah, world is just, it's, that's it's the addictive. best way to yeah. describe it. Like yeah. the most of the time, because it doesn't feel like reality. How many yeah. times were we on that Aquaman set mm. and you and I, we went there like, early as hell in the morning, yeah. like three, 4 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. And there would be chances like maybe 12 hours in, we're in the studio the whole time, completely shut off to anything. Yeah. And we went outside for like a five minute break and you and I watched the sun go down out there. Remember yeah. we were sitting on the back yes. of the golf carts yes. or whatever. And yeah. we're just like, oh dude, this is this is where it's at. You know? and, we, and the chats yeah. that were had mm-hmm. and that was, you know, like, um, you know, you're going through tough times. Sometimes, like, I think yes. you were at the time, yes, right? Yes, going through a breakup yeah. and me yeah. and you like bonded and we were having 100%. chats over yep. a lot of that kind of stuff. And yep. just, yeah. And That's you go, right. yeah. you go out there and you're just like, wow, man, it doesn't even feel like, you don't even know what time it is outside of what day yeah. it is after you go on mm-hmm. a few days consecutively. It's just like, yeah. Well, you know, that saying, if you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life or, or however the saying goes, it's, it's the truth. You know, when we're there on a film set, we're in our element, we're a hundred percent, you know, happy. We're, we're enjoying the moment. You forget about the day, you forget about the time. Um, you know, it all kind of molds together. And, you know, I remember sitting on, on that, that buggy just out the front of the, the uh, studio and the sun was going down and I was like, I was thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm going to remember this moment forever. Yeah. It sounds corny, it does. but I still do very I, vivid. I still remember it as yeah, well, man. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. And it was, um, yeah. well, it was like we met and we'd already had, man, I don't know how long we'd had on set there. Like that was probably one of the first weeks we were there. Mm. Was it right? I, I mean, I'm not yeah, hundred percent sure. Like yeah. yeah. And, it was like we were all, you know, buddy, buddy, and, mm. you know, you get along and stuff, and and it mm. was fantastic. But it was like they were like the little moments where we're like you and I really like yeah. formed a good bond, you know, and yeah. it's like and when we see each other again, like next day, yeah. we're like, yeah, brother, 100%. what's going on? Yes, oh, yeah, yes. here we go again. The dream team. Yeah, 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 man. <laughs> it's so good, bro. So yeah. good. No, that was a fantastic moment. There, there were heaps of fantastic moments yeah. on there. Actually, there were a lot of moments that now I definitely can't talk about, but I wish I could. There are some fantastic moments that um that i mean uh, you you have those moments where you're like you're sitting there and you're going you know what i feel so lucky right now i feel so blessed you know this is Mm -hmm. it you know the young me would be proud you know i've kind of achieved what i set out to do and there were a lot of moments like that 
where it was just insane. You know, five-year-old me sitting there watching, you know, Jurassic Park going, oh, that's so cool. I wonder how they did that to actually being on a set and watching them all, you know, create this magic. It was insane. So I was, uh, I felt very blessed a a lot of the time being there, just having that opportunity, Mm. you know, so... Yeah, yeah. And, you, and you get that feeling when you walk in, like you, you spoke about it for the magic mm. and stuff. But I remember the first few times that I went down on the Warner Brothers lot, like mm. just like whew, that yeah. energy you feel yeah. like going, when you're just going there for like a, a costume fitting or something um, or anything mm. like that and you just get that whew, yeah. And like oh, for years, man, that kept happening. I mean, I still get it. Like once I'm in there, but it yeah. wasn't the same as what it was at the start. Like I just, I, I didn't think that was ever going to mm. fade. Eh? And, it, and it doesn't really, but mm-hmm. like the real core, like, whoa, I can't believe I'm down here on a movie set like yeah. this. Like, you know, growing up from a small town in New Zealand, you know, like I never thought I would end up like doing mm-hmm. this, but I kind of thought there was higher places to reach, you know, like yeah. I always believed in that. Um, but yeah, to actually be there, it's mm. so surreal. Yeah. And, it, and it's just, yeah, it's just, it's a cool thing, man. And onward to bigger and better things, man. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, just such good times, man. Yeah. I don't, yep. Yeah. It's like, I mean, how cool was Jason Marmol too on set? Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. Super nice guy. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember some funny, like, like he's just joking around yeah. with the stunties, like, and, yeah. and like us the whole time between takes and just so relaxed and mm-hmm. just doing his thing, man. I mean, it's cool to see and Chris Hemsworth yeah. for the same thing when it like, you're very similar, like yeah. on set. Um, yeah, it's really cool to see, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause you never know, like you never know some of them, like might have some egos on them or mm. what have you, you know, but uh, it's pretty awesome. It's fantastic to see guys that are in like the spotlight, like them and such yeah. huge studio films, like to be so chilled and relaxed. I mean, I guess you got to after mm-hmm. a while, right. At some point, yeah. but I mean, yeah, there's some of them, you, some people you do see uh, like got a bit of an ego on them, but we yeah. won't name names. <laughs> like yeah. some, of, some, of, yeah. some of those that we've seen in the, in the past, but yeah. Uh, but like, that's the thing as well is, you know when you're on set and you're watching you know might be the director or you know the the lead or or whoever you're watching those people you know the people that inspire you and you learn so much from just being on on, there on set so you you could be hired to do something very small on set you know as an extra doing some some very small job but whatever it might be but um you know it might be something that doesn't super excite you and and whatnot but while you're there you're kind of taking everything that's going on around you so you're learning stuff from that actor that you know you've been watching on film for so long and you're like Mm. oh that's a really cool technique that he or she uses you know that's something that i'm going to apply to my you know my kind of work um and that's the thing, like you, you, you learn a lot and it, you know, I'm a very practical learner. Um, I didn't have a lot of prior education to the whole acting or, or film thing, but, um, you know, I learn a lot of it on set practically. So it's moments like those where you might even only be on set for a day or a couple of days, but you learn a lot from being there. Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so, and the little moments in between as well, because it's mm. like big studio film like that, there's so much chaos going on. Like yeah. so many extras, so many makeup artists and costume people running around directors assistant directors like lighting and just Mm. stuff everywhere and there's like stop and start a lot of times and just watching their little moments of how they operate between that and then how they you know settle themselves and then go in and do the take you know it's kind of crazy to see like it's like you wonder how they can be so i mean obviously they've been doing it for a while and they're trained you know but it's um because you just get so excited on those things i mean sure they 
probably don't as much, you know, now after being on them a long time, but those little moments, just how they operate and how they deal with that stuff yeah. and the constant resetting and, you know, start and rolling again and having to do the same thing so many times over, you know, especially cause you get that chance and opportunity when you're dealing with a big budget yeah. um, and on a big film set like that. It's just, it's really cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's amazing, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, how did, how did it start off for you, man? Because you've done a yeah. bit of acting, I know, producing mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. um, AD work. So yeah. but how did it all start off for you, and man? Yeah, well, I guess like the, the brief version is, um, you know, I kind of found my love for acting and film in primary, primary school. Um, I started off, you know, doing the, the primary school musical and drama class and, and stuff like that. And then making my way into high school, um, I focused on drama and film and TV. They were kind of my main go-tos, um, which was great, but also I let, um, things like English and maths and science lack a lot, you know, yeah, <laughs> like I was yeah. getting, I was barely the passing those classes. Exactly. Right. Yeah. The, those classes, uh, yeah, they were pretty bad, but I was getting, you know, A's and whatever in film and TV and drama. And that's, so that's where I chose to, to keep my focus on, um, so I, and I actually feel very lucky too. like the high school that I went to, they knew a hundred percent that, you know, I wanted to have a career in film and TV and, and performing. So, um, they kind of let me do some extra activities outside of school. Um, and also within school hours. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah so instead of doing, you know, let's say like sport or English or maths or something like that. Um, I would do more acting or more film work and, and whatnot. So it was really good. So I learned a lot there. Um, yeah, I really valued my time in high school. And then I was presented with an opportunity. We had a, um, a theater company come into our school, Shake and Stir, which everyone knows Shake and Stir is fantastic. Yeah. And, um, so they were, you know, doing some classes with us and then I was lucky enough to, I guess, um, get picked out to do some sort of like a internship um, for a little bit outside. So when I, um, I just attended some classes and stuff like that and got to have some extra experience and, and learn some really cool skills. Um, you know, we did clowning, um, we did different types of performance on stage and it was, it was really, really good. It was really handy. Um, so it was kind of up until maybe a year or two out of high school that I always kind of focused on, let's say the theater side of things. Theater was quite big, um, for me at least, but then I, I kind of started realizing that film for me as well. I really wanted to um, progress on that route. So I, I kind of let the theater stuff go and focus more on film. So, you know, doing my own short films, uh, working on short films, even just doing internet videos, YouTube videos, stuff yeah. like that. Um, I started out doing photography, videography for clients, for businesses, um, you know, for real estate agents, that kind of thing. So, um, and that, I guess that's a really another valuable thing to talk about as well is, you know, let's say maybe you just really love acting or maybe you want to be a cinematographer or whatever, but, um, it's really important to, to have, um, experience in multiple fields. Um, because sometimes you might not have that consistent acting job or directing job. Yeah. So if you know other skills like editing, like I was editing for, um, some, um, businesses as well on a regular basis and doing voiceover work. So I was doing, you know, a handful of things, um, within very small amounts of time just to kind of keep, you know, that those funds going and have that experience going as well. Um, to get your creative side of your brain. Yeah, still working exactly. Well, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, that's a really important thing. And then, um, yeah, so yeah, a few years, uh, later, I kind of finally joined an agency and then started doing, um, some extra work on movies. So the first movie that I ever worked on was Unbroken, Angelina Jolie's film. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so that was, that was really cool. That was my first ever 
opportunity on a movie, like a legit movie set. You know, for me, it was, and once again, there's that word magical. It was magical for me, you know. It was like, oh, wow, I'm here. This is so cool. You know, young me would be proud and and all that good stuff. So I knew that I loved film um, 100%. You know, I wanted to continue on with film. So um, I was getting uh, extra opportunities on on TVs, TV shows and series and, and stuff like that. Um, but it wasn't until really... I think so what I graduated high school in 2012 and then it wasn't until what I don't know maybe two three years ago things started getting actually kind of more serious for me I I got quite lazy as well I mean we all know how hard the industry is to keep that consistency going yeah you know so I've tried everything from photography videography to editing to you know acting and directing and producing and just nothing was really sticking long term and you know I got frustrated so I kind of gave up and you know I started working other jobs like you know being a construction laborer and um, working retail and and other things like that um, but that didn't really serve me mentally. Um, it wasn't very fulfilling at all. It just made me feel worse. So I eventually ended up, um, it's actually a really, a really cool story is I, I was at a job. So the job before, um, I became a full-time performer, I was sitting there in the office and I was just absolutely miserable. I won't obviously name the, you know, name the company <laughs> or what I was doing, but it was like an admin job, right? And I was, I was miserable. Um, and just, you know, I had no film work or no nothing. And I, I was, I was about to give up on, on that career route. And then, uh, I remember the year before I had some work on like movie world Friday nights. So they do this, you know, the whole scare mazes and stuff like that. Yeah. So I did some brief work as a, like a scare actor and I really enjoyed that. So when I was sitting there at work, supposed to be doing work, I ended up emailing um, <laughs> the creative director at uh, Village Roadshow Theme Parks, so at Movie World, Chris Grew, and I ended up uh, emailing him and saying, hey, was there any opportunities going at this current point in time? Um, and luckily there was an audition going for an announcer. Um, so I ended up going for that audition. Um, but... Two weeks prior to that, I had my tonsils taken out or, yeah. or a week maybe prior to that. I had my oh, tonsils no. out. So I had the audition material, um, but I wasn't allowed to talk. Like after surgery, I mean, obviously my throat hurt, my voice was shot. Um, I'm not supposed to be talking. I'm not especially not supposed to be yelling or anything like that for I think it was like a week and a half or two-week healing period or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I had this audition coming up. I think it was even like less than a week after the surgery itself. And, uh, I was like, oh no, I'm just going to miss out on my opportunity. So anyway, I ended up rehearsing the lines internally in my head and I never really spoke them until the day that I got there. And, um, luckily, luckily enough, they kind of knew that I just had my tonsils taken out. So they're kind of okay with it. But that was the first time that I spoke in like a full week oh, no. and I was so nervous. I never said the yeah. script out loud. Um, but anyway, I ended up saying it. There was, uh, I think, two or three different parts I had to do, two or three different shows that they had at Village Roadshow theme parks. And um, I ended up just belting it out. Like I was yelling and everything. And my voice didn't give out, which is fantastic. But I'm like, this probably isn't good for my voice, voice either. Um, but, yeah, the audition went really well and I was lucky enough to – to actually get a job there. Um, so starting out as an announcer, which I was really thankful for. And of course I quit my job, that office job straight away. Yeah. Um, they weren't too happy by that, but I was like, I am out of here. Like I was out within a few days or something like that. And then I started, you know, 
as a full-time announcer. Um, and then I started doing some more work, um, doing some shows at Movie World as well. So uh, I started out doing Hollywood Stunt Driver 2. So there's two roles there, Dave and Morgan. So I do those two roles. And then also there's a Western show. So I ended up doing um, Bart and Rufus as well. So um, not only did I get to, I guess, hone in on my announcer skills, my hosting skills by hosting shows like the Jetstone Extreme show and other little events like SeaWorld Carnival and stuff like that. But also I got to um, really touch on my acting skills. Yeah. Because that's something that uh, I didn't work on for quite a few years. You know, when I was in that rut mentally, I didn't train, I didn't practice, I didn't do anything. So this was literally starting out new for me. And, and, you know, that's another thing that that I can suggest as well is, you know, when there's no work, you kind of got to make the work or if there's no work, you kind of just got to keep that training up yeah. because one day an opportunity will come up. Exactly. And if you're not, you if you're not ready. ready for that opportunity, yeah. you're going to miss out on that opportunity. Right. Yeah. I am lucky to just get over the line, you know, someone that didn't study for years and just happened to get the job, you know, that's, yeah. lu- that's lucky, you know, yeah, I, I feel yeah. blessed. So, um, but anyway, so yeah, so getting into those shows, um, yeah, it was, it, it's funny because I mean, yes, I did have some prior experience, you know, doing theater and whatnot, but when you, when you stop for so many years and then you go into, you know, a flagship show like Hollywood stunt driver or the Western show, you know, a lot of, obviously it's all scripted, but some of it is improvised and, you know, there's comedic timing and, you know, sometimes things can go wrong and, you know, you're going to be able to improvise. I was so green, you know, it's like I started out all over again, you know, mm. I was, I thought I was so good <laughs> when I started out, but not, I was just looking back at it. And I'm just like, that was, that was horrible, but I'm thankful for the opportunity because I always say this working at movie world is like a free university. So you're getting paid to do what you love. You're getting paid to work on your craft and you're learning on the job, right? So instead of going to university and, and you spending thousands and thousands of dollars and, and maybe, maybe never using that um, skill or making back that money ever again, you know, I'm lucky to be able to be working as a full-time performer, doing shows that I love, characters that I love, and I'm learning new skills each and every day. And, you know, every year I, I can feel myself progressing and getting better and better. Um, you know, some highlights for me is my favorite character by far, hands down, is playing the Riddler at Movie World. It's only a, it's a seasonal character at Heroes and Villains. And it was uh, fantastic. You know, Jim Carrey's is the Riddler yeah. uh, from Batman Forever. Um, I mean, who lo- who doesn't love Jim? You know, he's 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 crazy yeah. in, in all the right and in all the right ways. I he's, can see you channeling that. Yeah, he's, he's positive. <laughs> he's flamboyant. Yeah. He's just wild. You know, super ADHD. I mean, I'm ADHD. So you know, it um, it's so when I was presented with that opportunity because I was still really nervous with doing the whole auditions and performing and street performing and I haven't done clowning in a while. Um, but I just tried really hard. I studied hard. I watched the movie again and again and again, and I practiced his voice and, yeah, okay. and his mannerisms. And um, thankfully I got the job and it is it's still to this day, the best best character I've ever played. I just have a ball um, playing him and and having a, having fun in park. You know, he's, he's wild, he's loud, and, you know, the guests love it. Um, have some of the best memories playing that character. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm just, I'm thankful to, I mean, you know, I can say that I'm a, a full, a working actor. I mean, you know, like, like that's, especially in, you know, Australia, that's something that's really hard to, to achieve. It's something that I've been trying to achieve for many, many, many years. And I thought something, you know, sadly that maybe it would never happen. It's so hard, you know, unless maybe you go to America, but everyone goes to America and, Mm. you know, everyone wants that, that dream, but you know, I'm just thankful to be able to be working on a daily basis 
and doing what I love, which is just acting, performing and talking on a mic and making people laugh and smile. It's, yeah, yeah it's awesome, man. Yeah, giving back. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, really cool. Invoking emotion in other people, which yeah, is an amazing thing to do. And it's, it's funny you say yeah. that because like you do it on film. It's different yeah. because people see it later yeah. and they invoke that emotion in them or what have you. Mm. And then you're doing that live, live. Like, as in a theatre performance yeah. per se. Yeah. And the interesting dynamics there that mm-hmm. it must be for you as a performer yeah. as well and for getting those reactions mm-hmm. to feed off straight off the bat as yeah. well. Yeah, like you can tell you can tell straight away what kind of audience you have. You know, when you, <laughs> when have to you, adjust a little you bit. You have yeah. to adjust yeah. and, you know, and it makes you think on your feet. It does. Yeah. It does. And that's a skill that I never really learned in school or, or you know, doing theatre is improvisation. That's something that I never really kind of figured out. So fun. It's so fun and it's so different and it it, it is so difficult. And it's um just when I first started with Movie World, as I said, you know, sometimes things might go, go wrong or, or, you know, maybe one of the actors will say something else that's off script. And it's... I found it very hard if they, if they give me something different to the script and then, but then if I say what I was going to say back, that's in the script, it doesn't work because they said something else. Yeah. So it kind of, it was that second of freezing mentally going, Oh, what do I say here? What do I say here? And it took me a while. It took me, you know what? Like, honestly, it took me a good year plus to, to, to be able to be comfortable on stage going, you know what? okay, I can improvise. If, you, if you're going to say something different, it doesn't matter. It's not going to throw me off. It's not going to make me feel awkward. I'm going to know what to say, um, you know, kind of have those quick quick jokes, um, quick little bits that you can do on stage. You know, it, it took me a while to learn that that skill. It's it's definitely a hard skill to learn, but, you know, reading audiences as well, it's, it's very important. You know, mm-hmm. doing working in front of camera is very different to doing live shows. It is just a whole nother world. You know, you can have people, you can hear people like whispering in the crowd if you're right next to them or they might be <laughs> like, I've heard, some, with you as well. I've heard some horrible things, like just things like, I mean, I, I, like, there's not, there's not a lot that like I'll say, but you know, it, it might be things that might be directed to you as the performer, you know, yeah. saying, oh, they're bad or, you know, oh, what did he just say? Or like, I don't get it. Or that wasn't funny. Or, or, you know, they might be having a conversation about something completely different and they're obviously not attentive at all. And you're just like, it's very hard sometimes to disconnect just, it. Obviously if they're not enjoying it. You break character. You'd be like, listen to me. Yeah, yeah like, listen as to as me. Like, you can play, you can play that off yeah. a little bit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd be kind of like improv comedic yeah. performance. Yeah. 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 Like love me. Um, it can be really hard. Hey, but it's, um, <laughs> It's, to channel that out yeah i yeah, can imagine it's 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 good though like I, i'm kind of i mean look i'm still fresh i'm still new um i'm still learning there's still so much that i i don't know that i need to know um to make myself a better performer and and to be um i guess able to progress further on but uh yeah it's it's been it's been a really good ride so far yeah, yeah. improvisation is just mm. such a important thing for an actor yeah. to have like in yeah especially uh, doing comedy or anything like that, yeah. you know, like your Will Ferrell's and things like that. Yeah. Will Ferrell, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. Like Step Brothers and stuff like that. Yeah. That script, I, you know, if people don't know, like I did a little research mm. on that one and like going in, Will Ferrell's like an improvised actor anyway. And a lot, I think Jim Carrey probably would be as well, I'm a, I'm a, but I don't know for sure. But Step Brothers movie, like mm. 80% of that movie was all improvised. They had mm. bones of the script like sort of yeah. or had a script yeah. and thrown out the window yeah. and the majority of those scenes are all actually improvised, which when you see the crazy yeah. antics that goes down and why it's so special and so good and just 
goddamn funny to watch. Yeah. It's just yeah. because of that, because it allows actors to go back to their natural roots as kids. Mm -hmm. And you get told that a lot in class is to remember that inner child within you, you know, mm -hmm. that playful inner child because that's where all the good stuff can come from and mm -hmm. where the great moments do. And because you didn't have a care in the world when you were young, you don't, it doesn't, nothing matters in the world about fun and what's in front of you, right? And that's what you kind of, you know, with a working, a job or this or that or girlfriend or things going on in your, your world that's crazy, you got to let all that go at the at the door. And when the, when the action starts, you got to be ready to play. Yeah, and that's that, right. Yeah, and it's a, it's a fantastic thing. But yeah, like uh, a lot of the actors in that weren't actually great with improvisation, but they soon realized that yeah. they had to just go along with it. And yeah. thank God they did because yeah. it just had, it was a masterpiece of comedic uh, yeah. film. Yeah, sometimes, you know, things that are thought of on the spot, you know, those random moments that come out of your mouth end up being the best things ever. You know, it could be, um, they can be, it can make or break a show. It can be really funny. You know, maybe it is off script, but, you know, maybe it worked and then, you'll end up seeing that exact line or word in the script, you know, mm. the next day or something, you know, because moments like that happen, you know, and it's important to have that freedom and and express um, different levels of emotion and different ways of playing characters and whatnot. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I, I'm, I'm, I love improvisation now. I think, you know, if I ever direct another short film or, or something. Um, allow the actors allow to the do actors it. Yeah, to do, yeah, yeah. Do their I own like thing, directors you know? like that. It's yeah. um, just because it's like you can get so attached to it too. You got to honour the writer, you know, honor the words on the page and they're there for a reason, but it is fantastic, especially when you get a writer director, that's not so emotionally attached to every little word yeah. and lets you play in the scenes. It just, yeah, the magic comes from that. I don't know how many films I've been in like indie stuff where that we've been allowed to do that. And it's just fantastic, man. Yeah. And even if it doesn't make the cut, it, it allows more, emotional connectivity between you and your scene partner or mm -hmm. what have you, or the people you're acting with. And it like, it, it creates that bond in the characters more as well. Sometimes yeah. for the moments that might go on after when you do the take normal, or you've already done the take normal and you go to the next scene and you're doing that. It's just, uh, just create something. And I think it goes back to that ability of being able to play, you know? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think that's why a majority of actors got in this business because they like to play around and joke around and, you know, play remember that in a child and just and get in touch with that a lot of times as well as playing obviously different serious characters mm. it's just like a fundamental thing you get told when you're in acting classes yeah. to like go back to that as like a building block and then go from there like have the fun have fun with it you know yeah yeah, yeah. so i mean also you do a, a lot of ad work as yes, well right yes. um producing and stuff like that yeah. so i mean what i mean what do you like the best do you like being the performer do you like or you, mm. i mean it's like you said before it's absolutely fantastic and couldn't stress this anymore for anyone that's trying to get out in the industry especially being an actor you learn so much from being behind the camera or doing some editing or any of those other aspects producing as well you learn so much more of the process and it yeah. actually builds and helps you as a performer yeah, yeah it does um and especially if you don't have the ability to yet to want to look at yourself on camera, which is another thing in itself, yeah. but you got to get to that point at some point, mm -hmm. you know, because it's great to critique and get better every time. I mean, what do you enjoy? Like which part do you really, you want to like to do it all, you know? I mean, look, I'm, I'm very ADHD, so I will just do anything and everything and Hands on I will, all the time. yeah, it'll be, you know, sometimes it could be chaotic or, or um, do a little bit of AD here, a little bit of producing there, a little bit performing there i'll focus on that for a little bit then i'll go over there but i guess that's the industry as well you know right now we're lucky even with unfortunately obviously with covid going on 
we're still lucky here in Queensland to be having a lot of films, a lot of yeah, and a lot of series a being lot more shot. Coming here, did you just hear yeah. what happened in yeah. Sydney? Like yeah. signing on for the next five Marvel films, yeah, the yeah. next four or like five there's, years. There's or a lot happening, you yeah. know, right around the corner. Kind of crazy. I wish they more came here. Yeah, yeah. Like, Damn you, Sydney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I live just That's fantastic for people that we know in Sydney and exactly. for Australia anyway. But as well, you know. like you know, it means that. I mean, obviously, there's only so many people in Sydney that might have that skill set that they need. So, yeah. you know, Gold Coast is so close, Brisbane is so close, you know, so they're going to fly people over yeah. for whatever. I mean, there's still stuff happening. There's here still too, opportunity, yeah. you know, but I mean, I live just down the road from the studios. So, like, for me, it's, you know, once again, a, a childhood dream and there's, there's so many opportunities happening. But, you know, now we're lucky to have these opportunities. So I've been putting forward um, for AD work. I mean, I've got, yeah. a, I've got a crew agent, I've got an acting agent, and I, um, you know, I'm just making sure that my assistant directing CV is up to scratch. Um, I've been putting out for a lot of films, a lot of series, um, commercials as well. I've had a few bites. Um, but for me, in terms of what I enjoy most, to be honest, I enjoy them both equally just yeah. as much. And, you know, there might be a year period where I'll just do AD work because it is prime time for it. I'm not going to knock down an AD job. Yeah, yeah. You know, if I can get a three-month, six-month contract on a movie as a first, second or third sign AD, me sign me up. Yeah. I'm going to take it because I enjoy it. I love it, you know. Um, 100% I'd take that. And then, you know, maybe when that film's over, then maybe I'll do some more performing work. I don't, I don't know. But for me, as I said, it's important to have multiple skills. Um, keeping busy. Yeah, too, keeping yeah. busy. You know, I know people say, you know, you should never have a plan B. You should always have a plan A and just yeah. focus on it. It's like, I don't know, it's each to their own, but, mm. you know. If There's you, no clear blueprint to this. The, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, if you're an actor AD or an actor producer or something, you know, or an editor, like, you know, I still do editing work from time to time. Mm. Um, I think it's just important to have, a diverse range of skills, you know, and, and keep honing in on those skills and, and working when you can, um, always put yourself out there, always be proactive. Um, I mean, hopefully I have got some AD work coming up soon. I, I don't know, but there's also some big things coming up at, um, movie world as well this year. And so, I mean, there's, there's plenty of opportunity out there and, you know, I can't, I can't stress enough when there's big opportunities in your neighborhood, you know, make it a priority, um, work towards them, make sure your resume is looking good. Even if that means you have to do some free projects for a while, like yeah. maybe you're just starting out, you know, unfortunately sometimes you do need a few credits to be able to, I guess, get recognized or be accepted yeah. to work on these bigger productions. Unless but, you've got someone that gets your foot in the door, yeah. which obviously helps a lot for this stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's just, yeah, keep, keep putting yourself out there, but now's the time. Hey, it's, I mean, COVID's, COVID's been horrible. Um, obviously for everyone around the globe, mm. um, you know, it's, it's really stopped a lot of industries from running properly and obviously, especially, you know, film industry as well. But, you know, the fact that we can still have these movies being made, you know, in, in restricted circumstances, but you know, there's still movies being made and there's still opportunities, there's still jobs. So it's, you know, it's, it's not all bad. Yeah. Mm. That's right. Yeah. So um, currently then you're at Movie World, mm -hmm. you're doing mm -hmm. your thing with that. Yeah. 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 And you're still working towards that, as you say. So that's great. Yeah. But another thing that uh, I know you're into and yet you've got a podcast of your own. <laughs> yeah. I know you had one for a while there yes. last year and yeah, now yeah, you're yeah. going through a rebranding process. Is that right? And you're sort yeah. of pushing a new one out. So tell us a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And why uh, you got involved in it. You know, what made you want to do a podcast? Yeah, well, years ago, I think it was, um, I think 2013 or 2014, one or two years out, outside of school. Um, I mean, I guess you to give you a little bit of a, you know, history and, and backstory on it, you know, I've always been someone that's been super 
super anxious and super, um, I've, I've had a lot of lows, you know, I've, I've suffered from depression on and off for, for many, many years. Um, I was diagnosed with ADHD when I was a child. So I was, you know, put on Ritalin and dexamphetamine, you know, for kind of my younger years in school. Cause I struggled focusing on, you know, the important things like English and mass and, and, you know, all that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, you know, kind of growing up was hard and in, in that respect, you know, I lacked a lot of motivation and a lot of direction as well. Um, and, you know, trialing a lot of new different medications and therapies and, and whatnot. But, you know, the one thing that's kind of all kept me going was, you know, the film work and performing and, and wanting to get into that line of work. So, you know, it's, it's, it's really kind of been the savior in that sense. Um, so yeah, I, I, I guess, that's kind of what kicked off my, my passion and love for wanting to help others is because I know what it's like to feel, you know, so down, so low. And, you know, I had a lot of my friends as well going through similar things and it kind of inspired me. I mean, I always had a passion inside, um, you know, a side that's willing to help others and, and, you know, put others first and, and do my part, you know, for this world. So it kind of, I remember, it was, yeah, I think it was 2013 or 2014, one, one morning I just woke up and I was kind of like, you know, I, I, ha- I had enough of feeling this way and, and kind of watching a lot of people around me, you know, falling, you know, down that kind of dark rabbit hole as well. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to try and make a difference here. I'm going to try and save somebody's life or, you know, spark, you know, positive thought or, or make change. So I thought, well, why not? with my love of film, why don't I tie that together with my love of mental health and make something on a, on a platform to help educate and inspire others to, um, get help and, and maybe learn something about themselves too. So, um, I ended up shooting this project called a better place, depression, anxiety, um, alongside with NLSF. Um, so Nick is, Nicholas Lelby short films. Um, and we ended up doing this, I think it was like seven month long project. Um, and essentially we ended, we ended up going around Brisbane um, and also, sorry, outside of Queensland too, um, getting a few um, celebrities on board and radio stations talking about depression and anxiety. Because, you know, I mean, these days, I mean, obviously people are kind of more understanding of it and, you know, things are getting better and, and, and whatnot. But, um, you know, even back then and even still now, you know, it's still you know, kind of very much in the dark. And, you know, some people don't really know how to to deal with people that might be going through depression or anxiety or having suicidal thoughts or drug abuse, alcohol, alcohol abuse, or, or different types of mental illnesses and disabilities as well. So, you know, we, we interviewed different celebrities that are in the industry that went through similar things and we got their story and their take on it. And then we also got them to share some inspiring words, you know, some words of wisdom for other people that might really look up to them and that might resonate with what they're going through. And, and, you know, the idea was that when you are watching this short film, you, um, obviously learn something. Uh, maybe you're laying there in bed because this is something that I did all the time too, was, you know, it might be 1am, 2am, 3am in the morning, laying in bed, what are you doing? You're on your phone or you're on your computer, right? So you're Googling, you're YouTubing, um, you're trying to find some sort of hope, right? So what a lot of people will do, including myself is, you know, what is depression or, or, you know, or whatever, using those keywords, those trigger words. You know, if they type one of those trigger words in that this short film would come up and then this would give them that moment of, of hope, that, that opportunity to say, you know what, by watching this film, I, I'm feeling maybe just that littlest bit better 
to get me through the night, get me through the day, get me through the week to say, you know what? Yeah, I'm not feeling too good right now, but I am now inspired to go and get help. And, you know, we would receive emails and comments all the time saying, hey, thank you so much. This really inspired me. I'm going to go, um, you know, see a doctor now, a therapist, or I'm going to talk to my family about what I'm going through and stuff like that. And that that was fantastic because that was the goal is to, I mean, we didn't think it would go viral. I mean, we got a couple of hundred thousand hits quite fast um, with a lot of positive reviews. And, you know, I always kind of thought if it could help one person, that'd that'd be a job done, but it ended up helping yeah. so many other people. You know, it's only a 12 minute video um, and it's still up there on YouTube. Um, you know, it's still, it's still doing its bit, you know, it's still kind of stands the test of time in that sense of, you know, it's helping people, you know, it holds truth within those stories. Um, you know, it's inspiring others to, to find um, positive change within themselves and with their friends and family as well. So it's really good. And then I, on and off kind of from then as well, I started um, going around to schools like public schools and private schools talking about depression, anxiety and suicide and, and alcohol and drug abuse um, and kind of sharing my own personal stories um, and, and helping um, kids go through like kind of tough times in that moment we had on stage together and, you know, ask a few questions after. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that as, as well. Cause I know for me, when I was younger, you know, that's kind of when it hit me the hardest. So, you know, when I was given the opportunity to talk to, you know, kids about it, like it was, you know, it was awesome, you know? Um, so yeah. And then after that, um, a couple of years later, I started another project called Unmasked, which is still up on YouTube. Once again, it's just in a, in a series kind of, um, episode by episode form where I'll, I'll talk to people from every, um, different kind of corner of life and, um, you know, male and female, all different types of ages, all different types of industries. And, um, they'll come on and talk about, um, mental challenges that they've been through and how they've overcome it or, or how they're managing it. And, you know, what advice they can give to, to others as well. So, um, yeah, that, that's still up there as well. Um, and just recently, uh, was interviewed by, uh, Michael Croker, who is the head of department for entertainment at movie world at village roadshow theme parks. And he's got a podcast called park life. So he talks to people within the theme park industry about their journeys. And he presented me with an opportunity to talk about obviously the mental health side of things and, um, what kind of sparked that interest and, you know, ways that I've been able to, um, bring those two professions into each other and, and performing and, and all that good stuff. And yeah, so I'm always kind of doing a bit of both. Hey, whether it's, you know, AD or producing or directing or, or acting, I'm always tying the mental health side yeah. into things. Um, as well, uh, I'm in the process of creating my own um, podcast, essentially rebranding what I've done on YouTube, you know, time and time again, just rebranding it. Um, well, not super, um, I guess, locked down on a, on a name yet. So I won't say too much yet, but you know, it's, pretty much the same thing like we're doing here, but just, you know, talking about mental health and talking about those, those mental challenges in everybody's day-to-day life, you know, in and, and not in the industry as well, you know, different types of industries. And cause I think it's important, you know, and that's the thing, if we can have what everybody or maybe every, one in five people around the world doing a, a podcast about mental health or, or something inspiring, I mean, 
it can be that simple. You can make the world a better place just by doing that, just by highlighting a topic that, you know, isn't very much in the spotlight, you know, still a lot of people don't understand it or don't want to understand it. So if we can talk about it that a little bit more, inspire some people um, and inspire some people to um, go and seek help as well. And, and you know, that there, there can be a positive light at the end of the tunnel. You know, you don't have to feel the way you feel for the rest of your life. There are ways of overcoming it. Um, so yeah, I'm going to always, I guess, work on projects like that, you know, for the rest of my life and, and keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. And as mm. you said, um, you're tying all your skills into one mm. thing. I mean, it's constantly progressing yourself as a person and which is something you probably need to do when you're going through those tough times as well. Mm -hmm. Like look within and why you're doing what you're doing and how you're going to go about it, you know, and when you don't find a way out of that feeling there's something that's uh, got to push you forward right and, yeah. and you hope that push you forward and doing what you're doing yeah is definitely giving people that hope that light in dark situations to keep pushing forward so you said it was called unmask is the second one what was the first one sorry so the first one's called um a better place depression better anxiety place. awareness you can yeah. just type in a better place depression yeah. anxiety yeah. awareness and we'll chuck i'll yeah, 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 for sure. In for this podcast, anyone that uh, yeah. wants to check that out can do so easily. Yeah. Um, I mean, you said you've suffered from certain things yourself, yeah, like yeah. depression and things like yeah. that. Um, what's the sort of? I mean, you're doing something where you're putting yourself out there, you know, in this mm. industry, yeah, yeah, acting yeah, yeah. and you know, and everything you're doing, and being an advocate for mental yeah. health as well, which is one thing to get through the depression or mm. whatever you happen to be suffering from, but another thing to throw you in the thrust of the spotlight, so yeah. to speak, literally, and do yeah. all these avenues. Yeah. So you're doing something that provides, you know, requires a lot of confidence to do within mm -hmm. yourself and confidence and belief. And yeah. it's something that everybody struggles with along their ways and their past and their journeys yeah. and what they're going through with life, whether it's breakups or, you know, uh, stop believing in yourself because mm. certain things knocked you around in confidence wise. And I can certainly say that I've had that from time to time, you know, cause you're working in such a heightened industry where you got to believe in yourself to get yeah. anywhere. And I, and I have that thing, if you don't believe in yourself, then how can you expect anyone else to, you know? Yeah. Um, and I sort of say that in a performing realm, you know, I tell yeah. myself that a lot and I'm like, yeah, you know, like it kind of G's me up to keep going yeah. again. Um, and I'm a firm believer in it and finding that belief. But I mean, what, what's something that's happened to you in that regard that you've had to tell yourself, is there certain things that you do to help you push forward? That yeah. Yeah, could get from? yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, I mean, I kind of laugh about it because like you said, I've chosen an industry where you're in the spotlight. It's, you know, it's, it's not easy. And funnily enough, <laughs> I suffer from stage fright. <laughs> I do. Dude, I've had the same thing, yeah. man. I never wanted to do speeches when I was at yeah. school. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I have, I have social anxiety. I yeah. get very anxious in, you know, big crowds, even small, small amounts of people, even, you know, groups of friends and stuff like that. You know, it's very easy for me to get overwhelmed. And, and here I am performing live shows in front of thousands of people each and every day and working on movies, you know, weird, right? But it's, um, it's funny because it kind of just proves to you that even if you have something like, you know, all these, um, you know, diagnoses, you know, it, it doesn't stop you from doing what you love. If you want something bad enough, if you love something enough, all right, you will find a way to be able to do it. Mm. Yes, I still get nervous before every show or maybe while I'm out there and doing my thing, but it gets better over time. I definitely feel less nervous than I did when I first started two and a half years ago. It will get better. The nerves might never go away, um, but at least they will get better. You, I, I've found ways of 
dealing with stage fright and feeling nervous before the show. Like I'm naturally a very um, highly strung person. So, I mean, my, my natural heart rate is like, I don't know, 90 or hundred or something. Yeah. And then when I go out and do it, well, just before I'm going out to do a show, I'll check my heart rate on my watch and it's going like 130, 140. And that's just normal for me. Hey, and I can feel my heart beating out of my chest, but also it's kind of a positive thing because it shows that I care. Like I do care. I love yeah. what I do. I'm excited to go out there. A lot of it's positive nervous energy, but also a lot of it as well is, oh, what if they don't like me? Or what if I forget a line? Or what if I don't do this right? You know, there's, there's so many things that go through my head. So it's all about managing the way that, um, I guess you, you feel out there with time and, you know, I'll, I will continue to, to learn as, as time goes on. Um, I'm just trying to think of a, of a few examples as well. Like, you You're know, a mantra that you say to yourself, you know, things that pick yeah. you up, that settle you, because like you say, yeah. there's always going to be nerves in pretty yeah. much everything you do, the majority yeah. of it, especially with performing. And there's a way of like channeling those nerves mm. and putting it into your performance or yes. little mantras or meditation or breathing yeah. exercises. Cause as we know, as performers, breathing is one of the most important things. Cause how yeah. can you spit any word out with any sense or motion or anything you're trying to get across if you can't breathe? properly because yeah. they don't come out very well yeah but so yeah is there anything that you yeah, use yeah, yeah. you know yeah for so for different shows i have like different kind of routines so um let's say for you know hollywood stunt driver i'll just do something as simple as you know the show started before i go out and do my part i'll just run a few lines in character um i'll be loud um i'll yell like i'll, I'll scream and just you know do things like yeah all right let's go dude Woo-hoo! things like that yeah and just to really get into that character Drive you back into yeah, the character, yeah 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 so i'll normally do that um and yeah for, di- for different shows there's different things i'll run different lines different emotions um i might walk in certain ways like different pace in different ways and stuff like that i might do push-ups whatever i mean there's been plenty of things that i've that i've tried mm. that have that have worked before i've gone out there to help get into character relax the nerves a little bit and feel like you're good enough like feel like you know because i might be having a bad day i might be feeling low and feeling like you know i'm not good enough or i'm not good enough for this job i'm not good enough to to be this character or i'm not skilled enough but you know, it's, it's always a case of when you go out there, you do the job and you do it well. And then you go, Oh, that wasn't so hard. Was it? And then you kind of just remember moments like that. You're like, you've done it before. You've had that positive feedback, you know, what's the worst that could happen? Oh, you might, you might skip a line or a word or, you know, misspeak something. I don't know. Hmm. You know, the, yeah. The, the biggest issue is, um, that voice within your head hundred percent for me. And I know it's just not for me. It's for my other friends as well that are, that are performers too. You know, it's that inner voice saying you're not good enough, but you just kind of got to beat it. And, you know, being someone that still goes through, you know, you know, depression and, and anxiety and, and whatnot, you know, it's, um, I'll have those bad days, but then when I get to work, I'll still be having that bad day. But when I'm up there doing a show, it's that, it gives me that clarity. I find it's kind of like, um, that moment of, of clarity of, of not feeling what I felt before I got on stage. I'm a completely different person now. I'm a, I'm a character. Um, and I'm, I'm having, I'm having the time of my life. I'm enjoying it. You know, I'm vibing with the crowd. And then when I come off the stage, I'll go, you know, that was really cool. You know, that was really, really fun. You know, I made that person laugh and that person smile and, you know, you're there to, to make people feel something, you know, invoke a feeling. So if I can go home going, you know what? I made at least one person smile and laugh today. That makes me feel on top of the world. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's all that matters. Yeah. You know? yeah. And so you use that to 
propel you forward, you know, because yeah, yeah, as, as you, you said something there where you could be having a very bad day and things going on Mm. and then you get yourself into the character and ready to go and perform. And then often that can be a high, right? And you came in at a low and then you got to come back off and Mm. let that come down in which Mm -hmm. we both know we're performing is a tough thing. And then you got to deal with that lull going back to real world, real life. Does that, put you back down or how do you sort of like you say you you remember those things about making people laugh and things like that but you know what some of your ways of dealing with that or do you feel that like does that affect you a lot you know or yeah 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 it can you know i i can't remember the the term for it but i often get this like um post what's it called like post show kind of lower post-show depression like type of thing keep going i'm just gonna check the camera quickly because <laughs> i'm having a little moment <laughs> i love it how we're having this deep and meaningful chat right now dan's just <laughs> you're good you're good dan just gets up oh that's fantastic otherwise it's already been messing with me the whole time this is what happens am on I, an indie set when you're dealing with yeah, everything yourself yeah i mean yeah. am i that boring no no, no hell no, no man that's what no, i'm trying no, to say no, keep no, locked no. in bro keep talking man no. No, i don't want to interrupt yeah. you but i just had to no, do it's it because it's, it's all good. messing with me the yeah. whole time no it's all good um yes look when i get off stage um or i do a post like it's like post-show um lows or post-show depression and, and, and you know i do get it where i'm like i'll do something that i love so much let's say it's a show or a character that's only around for a very small amount of time and then after that moment's done you know i'll really miss that that moment and that character and then, you know, I'll feel low for a little while and then, you know, I'll pick myself back up. But this is the thing, you know, and I've been trying to find the thing called happiness for so long and I don't know if you can ever well and truly be happy every second of the day. I don't know if that's possible. I don't know if that's realistic. And, you know, I, I just try to keep telling myself that, you know, I hold on to the really positive moments. Like, you know, I wake up every day, I get to do what I love, performing, film work. I get to perform on a stage, make people smile. How could you not be happy about yeah, that, that's right? that's a pretty awesome thing, yeah. You know, so like even if I'm, I'm feeling low or anxious, I just hold on to those things, yeah? Yeah. But... You know, it's just it's just the nature of the beast. It's it's what life is. You know, you, you can't always expect to feel super positive, or um, I guess uh, you know it might not be the thing that you or where you thought you would be. But you know, you got to keep working on on life. You got to keep working on you. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting thing you say there. You've always been searching for mm. happiness all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough thing. Yeah, I mean, tough, and yeah. how do you define happiness? You know, it, it, mm. I, I don't think just to answer it so bluntly, I don't think anyone's happy Mm. every single moment of every single day but we do strive for that right it is about building that happy life for ourselves Mm. you know and um i I can definitely say for me personally like i'm still doing like a nine to five job you know as Mm. well as doing acting producing podcasting on the side it's like basically a full-time job as well and you know all these auditions everything you got to drop at the same Mm. time drop you know at a moment's notice to do an audition or whatever and we've spoken about this a million times before on the pod but it's, it's a tough thing to go through and staying mm. motivated that whole time to do all those things as yeah. well as having a life outside of that, having yeah. a girlfriend, having a boyfriend, whatever you yeah. do, you know, and hanging out with your friends and going and have a beer or wh- whatever your, your choice of mm-hmm. fun activities are, climbing a mountain, whatever. But it's sometimes it's hard because you're propelling yourself towards such a thing where you've got to dedicate a lot of time and energy into yeah. and being acting or performing or whatever you do as a sportsman or anything. Um, and you got to be locked in all that time and you do have to dedicate 
the majority of your time to it and you mm. may be lacking in some other areas and um it's something for people to understand as well from the outside looking in are partners of people that do that and you got to understand that's just how they make it how they'd yeah. be good at what they do but you got to be able to clock off for a moment there and actually enjoy the things around you as well because it makes those other moments so much special so so it feels so much special because you get the opportunity to do what you're doing and you love what yeah. you're doing yeah it's um it's a tough thing but yeah finding happiness all the time i think you just try to you just got to it's just trying to live your best life, right? Yeah. And make the most of every moment that yeah. comes by. And it's okay to have those low moments because you know that that's just, that's just part of life, you know, but it makes you appreciate the good moments so much more. Yeah. Um, I mean, what, what could you say to people that are struggling with certain things like that, you know, and, and it, whether it's not even in this industry, just in life in general, yeah. you know, and having, you know, a little bit of depression moments or an anxiety yep. in those situations. I know like, the anxiety is a hard thing. Like, I, you know, it's a, it's a, not a new word, but it's like given so much, I feel like when I hear it a lot and I, and I had never heard it until I came to Australia, I've got to be honest really? with you. Okay. That's not interesting. a lot, but yeah. I mean, you know, I've been here probably 10 years now and yeah. it's like, you know, so I'm a bit more wake, woke, mm -hmm. uh, a bit more woke, not, bit I'm more not woke, woke but yeah, yeah, woke yeah, yeah. to the, woke to the saying and the yeah. expression. And I do feel like, and this is not judging anyone or anything, but I, I hear it getting thrown around a lot every moment of the day. And it's like, people say it for the littlest of things, you know? Mm. And I feel like sometimes they're giving that word power over mm. them, you know, mm -hmm, and power mm -hmm. in the situation yeah, by naming yeah. it and saying it all the time. hundred percent. It's a real thing. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Um, and you know, have bouts of it myself, you know, once I realized yeah. what it was. Um, yeah. but you know, like how, how do you how do you navigate that then yeah know? well i mean I, I i guess kind of the best advice that i could give people is that um you know you might have anxious thoughts and feelings um potentially for the rest of your life right so mm -hmm. you know if you are a naturally highly strong individual and you do feel anxious or um maybe you have suffered with depression for quite a long time um you know instead of looking for, I guess, maybe getting rid of it completely learn how to be comfortable with it yeah. and learn how to adapt with it, learn skills on, on managing how to effectively function with it. You know, that's the thing, you know, we always look for that quick fix like happiness. So of course people want to find that quick fix. I don't want to be anxious anymore. I don't want to be depressed anymore. You know, I don't want to have this addiction to this, 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 this. Um, and you know, maybe one day, Maybe one day you won't feel anxious anymore. Maybe one day you won't feel depressed anymore. Um, but until then, you need to be really proactively working on it in order to manage those, those things. So, you know, it doesn't matter what industry you're in or where you come from, everybody can feel depression and um, anxiety. So we all really just got to work together and help one another out. You know, if you're, if you are really struggling, as I said, you know, the internet can be a wonderful thing. And I, it, you know, it's really saved me a, a whole bunch of times where I might just type in, you know, help or, or, or whatever. And then, you know, there's some fantastic people out there spreading, you know, some awesome motivation and educational material on, you know, it, you and you'll find people you connect with that are going through exactly the same thing you're going through and you'll yeah. know that you're not alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, there's not one single blueprint that's, you know, oh, try this. It's, you know, everyone's different, but, you know, I just, I'd say just hang in there, you know, and, you know, the friends and family around you that are worth having there, you know, keep them around. Um, your career is the thing that will propel you forward. I'm a very career driven person. 
Um, even though, as I said, the film industry can be hard and, and performing can be hard and might not be consistent. Maybe it doesn't pay real well all the time and maybe you'll be broke and eating baked beans for months and months on end and, you know, having a couch surf, you know, I've been there, I've done that. You know, maybe that will happen for a, a large part of your life, but at least you know that you're still working towards that one thing you want and that's the career, mm. you know, that, that you want. So, you know, never give up no matter how hard it gets. And then, you know, it'll get tough, you know, that you'll have those inner demons, you'll have those people around you that don't believe in you, but you just got to stick with it. Mm. Yeah, find what works. Yeah, find your true power within that yeah. because there's always going to be people that doubt you or the naysayers, you know, and, yeah. and things that you're trying to do, especially if you have big dreams as well. But yeah. also it's, um, you know, you don't uh, – not everyone's – striving to be an actor or a performer, mm. you know, and, and having those career goals too. But I mean, I think it's life goals as well, you know, by having that happy yeah. life, as you say, like a lot of the times it's like, whatever it is that you truly want and desire in life, mm. just keep working at that consistently yeah, and, and believing in yourself or find ways to motivate yourself and believe in yourself within all that can find other people that are in the same position as you are. As you say, there's a lot of YouTube videos and, and things out there, but people to talk to as well. If you don't want to watch a video you want to actually interact with someone there's a lot of ways to do that of reach out to someone a friend and and just remember the positive moments in there that it's going to get better right as you said before stay positive and just keep working at it um but yeah that's that's the thing that i i just sort of was trying to touch on is like do you feel that staying on that word anxiety and constantly you know saying it and using it in situations mm -hmm. or whatever do you think that gives power to it or you know from someone that mm -hmm. yourself that says that you 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 um have this uh, at times do yeah. you think that gives it power or is there a, you know ways to combat that i don't know it's just what i said you know like sometimes and i hear yeah. people say it and um yeah i've had people that i'm close to are like that suffer from it you know mm. quite severely um and you know i see the ways of like they deal with it and ways to yeah. help them deal with it and that's awesome because i i feel I, it's great that they can find in me to try and get through certain situations we all have it and we all got to help each other obviously yeah. and if you care about someone you want to help um i just wonder that yeah. about it yeah yeah so i think like so if it's a trigger word for you um then try to say it less or try to think about it less. I know it's easily said than done, but um, I, I do understand what you're saying. And, and, you know, it's important to not give power to the thing that's really kind of dragging you back. So if you are someone like me that is super anxious, here, here's an example, um, a way to combat, um, you know, that momentary feeling of, of being anxious, for instance, for me, when I go out on stage if I'm walking to the show and I'm just about to do the show and I'm doing my warm-ups and all I can hear in my head is you're going to stuff up, you're going to miss a line or oh, I'm feeling anxious. Oh man, my heart rate's really pumped. Yeah. I'm really hot. I'm really sweaty. You know, if you keep going on and on and on and on, it's just going to get worse. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. You're, yeah. you're going to go into the spiral and you're going to get yourself stuck. So don't feed into it. Don't give it that, that feel, um, you know, try to think about it less as I said, if I let my anxiety and, and my depression and, you know, my ADHD and, and, and all that stuff get the best of me, then I wouldn't be working. I wouldn't be in a job. I wouldn't be performing. I wouldn't be in the film industry because I'd, you know, I'd be like, oh, no, that's too scary. You know, like I can't do it. And no, that's why exactly. I mean, obviously you can't see it. I'm wearing a jacket right now, but I've got a tattoo right there saying, don't let anyone ever tell you you're not good enough. You know, it's something super important to me. And if I let... Cause I've been told, you know, plenty of times, you know, things like that and things similar to that 
And if I listen to them and go, oh, actually, yeah, you're right. You know, I better just give up. Maybe I'm not good enough. I wouldn't be anywhere where I am today. Yeah. I remember those roles where I wasn't able to do the accent right. And I just couldn't pick up on the character and the mannerisms. And I was like, I, I can never do this. I remember talking to um, one of the um, like supervisors at the time for one of the shows and saying, I just don't think I can do this character. And, you know, they, they were really positive about it. And they said, well, you know, um, you know, maybe you know, maybe this, this character, you know, maybe you can't do, or maybe you can or, or whatever. And they were just really realistic about it. Right. So it wasn't, po- it wasn't negative. Mm. It was all positive, but it was also very realistic. And then I walked away and I, <laughs> I cried. And then I was like, you know what? No, I, I can do this. I'm being silly. I'm just going to work extra hard. And then I eventually ended up getting the accent and doing the show and it was all fine. But like, you know, you, you just don't let those, you know, those voices, those, the bad parts about you get to you, you know, don't let them, don't let them fade. You know, you gotta, you gotta push through them. Mm. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And finding those little things, I mean, ways mm. to distract you, I guess, from what you're feeling. So you don't propel yeah. you forward more because it's just a spiral out of control, yeah. you know, a feeling and feeling of helplessness, helplessness, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, yeah, it's an interesting subject to Mm. talk about and i think what everybody suffers from a certain extent not you know at the higher realm of it but you know the bouts of anxiety with things that you do and whatever you know yeah it's just yeah i I, i'm interested to talk to you about that that's why and it's just um yeah yeah i I won't go into too many more (laughs) details because i don't want to yeah go down those rabbit holes too far it's all good i'm happy to talk about it Yeah. yeah it's not just that yeah it's um yeah but um, I mean, was there a moment for you that um that made you want to do all this and help everybody? You know, like mm. help people with like depression and confidence and you know yeah. anxiety and what you and what you're speaking about and um trying to help people about mental health and things like that. Was there a real moment for you that? Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah, no, like like I said, it was just it was a moment of where I I had enough of feeling the way that I was feeling. And I knew that if I kept going the way that I was going, I'm going to feel like this forever and I'm never going to get anywhere. Mm. And uh, I didn't want that to happen. So I wanted to obviously um, get better and get on the right track. And by doing so, I can help people too. I mean, you know, it's, it's so easy. I mean, from what I went through, I want to help others. If I can help, as I said, just one person, then that's fantastic. You know, then what I went through, what I was feeling was worth it. You know, it might've felt felt crappy at the time, but you know, I was able to help other people with it. So yeah, it was just that, that realization of going, you know what, I'm not alone. There's other people like me. I'm going to take it upon myself to, you know, make it, you know, a life's passion to help other people and just make it happen. And, and, you know, it's not even just doing things like podcasts and videos or, or whatever. It's even just having conversations with people in day-to-day life, whether it's your friends or your family or new people you meet um, or someone you book, yeah, you, you walk into on the street or something like that. You know, you can have moments of, um, you know, I always say you, you could be walking down the street and someone looks really sad or angry. I mean, you have no idea what that person is going through right now. You have no idea what, what happened to that person on that given day. But if you wave to them, smile to them, say hello or yeah, how are you going? It can do so much. It can do so much, right? Yeah. You know, it can literally save a life. Yeah. So, you know, little things like that are important, man. And that's that's stuff that everyone can start practicing right now. And just ask them, like, how are you going? You know, you can see, you can read it off people, yeah. the energy. I mean, some more inquisitive than others with mm-hmm. it, but you can really see it. And you can see it almost lift up, like, Thank, somebody actually cares about me enough to ask, like, you know, what's up, man? Like, mm-hmm. what, what's going on, you know? Um, 
you look yeah. like you're having a pretty shit day. Yeah. And you can almost see them just come out of that shell almost immediately just talking about it. And it's a funny thing because you can be, get stuck in that cloud for such a long period of time and it just keeps pushing you further, further and down and it's harder to see a way out. The more you think about it, the more you give it power when you think about these things in your mind. It just weighs on you yeah. and you you feel helpless and you don't know if there is a way out and like mm. you can't see it. But And you just get stuck in that cloud of emotion and it's just a perpetual emotion thing once yeah. again of just falling down. But it can just be a simple thing of like, hey, how you going? Yeah, like, yeah, are exactly. you all good? Like, are you okay? And they just yeah. start talking about it. And it just feels good to get things off your chest sometimes in that yeah. regard. And um, there's always ways to do it and people that you can reach out to. I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. friends is good. It's people that you know that you can feel like you can confine in. But there's, there's countless numbers of helplines yeah. and things online where you can actually talk to someone as well um, if you don't have that person around to talk to. Yeah. But yeah. So, but that's it. You stay positive, yeah. you know, and just, just keep pushing forward because it does get better and it will yeah. get better. And your life is such a, such a thing to cherish, you know, mm. like we don't know what happens after we pass, you know, yeah. we don't know what's on the other side. So yeah. we might as well make the most of what we've got right now. 100%. Yeah. So where to for now? Let's lighten this up a little bit. Yeah. Where, to, where to for you though? Um, well, after this, I'm going to go to McDonald's. No, I'm kidding. No, 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 no. no. Like, what's, on the, what's on the agenda? Um, you know, What are you working towards? I know you want to do your podcast yeah, now. You're rebranding yeah. that. You're going to yeah. keep working at it. You keep doing the movie world stuff and performing. Yeah. But what, what, what do you see in the near future? What are you trying to strive for now? Um, look, just every day being a better version of myself, working on something um, bigger and better each year. Um and like, that's the other thing as well. I guess it's important to be motivated, but know that, you know, the days where you just lay in bed and, and you do absolutely nothing, you know, they're important too. You know, don't, don't beat yourself up if, you know, there's been a day or a week or a couple of months where you've had zero motivation and, um, you know, there's nothing working out for you or you, or you can't think of a project to work on, you know, just, just be thankful for the, the day that you're given, you know, you're, you're living another day and, you know, it might be something like playing computer games, watching a movie, you know, it's that small moment that might spark, you know, some sort of thought and move you in a positive way. Um, so yeah, for me, I'm just kind of playing it out day by day. As I said, I've, you know, I've been very, very actively, um, putting my resumes out there for film productions, going around for assistant directing work, um, producing work and, and performing work as well. You know, I've still got my, my acting agent, you know, I'm still being put forward for stuff. So, you know, I'm definitely staying active with that, you know, keeping my website updated, keeping my socials updated, all that good stuff. Um, you know, this year's a big year for film. So I'm going to, you know, make sure that I at least get something. Um, so yeah, I guess that's, kind of what I'm working on the goals, the podcast, you know, um, doing podcasts on a more regular basis, helping more people, um, creating more um, educational material in terms of the mental health department to, you know, to help others as well. So yeah, there's a whole range of stuff that I really want to do. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Just keep pushing forward. Yeah. Just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. No, it's, it's positive to see, man. And like you're a really shining light, you know, like, as I say, I mean, I know like, it's sometimes I you don't even realize it when you we, we catch up on set right and I'm like mm. sweet one of my favorite people is on set again <laughs> and we have a great old time but then you're like 
after like, you know, hours and hours, we break out of it. And I'm like, so what's been going on? You know, like, oh man, I've been really struggling with, you know, like, yeah. it's just like, you wouldn't even know under mm. the surface that you got stuff going yeah. on because you're such a inspiring, positive person to be around, you know, and you're looking, you're just always in it for a good time and there <laughs> to do the work, it. you know? And, and so that, and that's it. And that's, that's a wonderful thing, man. And that's why you just got to keep that feeding that light, you know, shining yeah. bright because, therefore what inspires you inspires other people mm. and i think that obviously seems to churn something up inside you and just keeps you propelling forward yeah so and it got you out of a hard time at times yeah. and you just keep doing it man and yeah. it, i mean yeah what you're doing is fantastic i can't wait to hear about the podcast you know and actually yeah once you get the episodes going you know check that out and, yeah. and see what's going on and if you ever need any help with some of uh, you know the mental health side of yeah. that or whatever you're doing those videos and i can be any assistance yeah. man yeah, i'm 100%. down like let's do let's make something happen because everybody you know goes through down times mm. like it's just it, it is what it is so there's always something um to draw upon and, and to help other people and, yeah. and that's a fantastic thing um, have you, you know, have you got any advice for people that are trying to get into this industry, you know, or people currently in the industry doing what they're doing and, or just going yeah. about what they're trying to do in life, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think, um, you know, if you are, if you're someone listening to this that really wants to break into the industry, so, you know, let's say, um, film industry or maybe theater or, um, whether it be acting or AD work or directing work, whatever the, the industry itself you know, the best way to start is working on, I started, um, other than, you know, obviously schooling, but I, I worked on other people's university projects. So I never went to university, but, um, I would work on university, uh, film sets. So help them with their grad projects and stuff yeah. like that. So I did, uh, I did free work for, for years in assistant directing work. Oh, me too. Um, yeah. yeah. Like producing work and just production assisting work, camera assisting work, um, editing, whole range of stuff. Um, as I said, you know, it, it, I did photography, I did videography. So it might be a few, maybe first figuring out, okay, what do I actually want to do? Or what do you like most? Oh, okay. You like, um, AD work. Okay. You want to be an assistant director? Okay, cool. Um, what do I have to do to do that? Well, I'm going to go do some free work. I'm going to volunteer on some sets on some short films, get some credits up and then experience, uh, get some expand experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And expand that, expand that network. A lot of it is very clicky. You know, mm -hmm. you could have all the skill sets in the world, but a lot of it's very clicky. So you got to meet those people. Um, but you know, it might be something like, Oh, I'm just going to go out, buy a camera, take some photos, do some videos, get myself out there. Um, you know, learning new skills, you know, you kind of just got to make it happen. You got to do it. You got to do some free work to start off with and just um, work really hard on it for that first couple of months, first couple of years, get yourself out there and just make a name for yourself. Yeah, and get that momentum going. Yeah. Momentum is the key in this industry, yeah. but networking is a huge thing. And, mm. and it's just about being polite on set. You're there to do a yeah. job. You're ready to go put all your energy and passion into what you're yeah. trying to do into the role, into whatever it is, whether you're playing a character or not, yeah. uh, the role on a film set or what have you. And, just put everything into it and people are going to want you to come back. They're going to yeah. ask you to come back. And if you're polite and courteous, you know, and you, and you put that hard work and you'll be asked to come back on other sets. And, yeah. and the networking is the biggest thing in this industry other than working hard, mm. you know, at your craft or, or at your chosen field. Yeah. 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 It's a fantastic thing. Yeah. It's a good business to be in as yeah. well. Yeah, it is. I love it. Um, yeah, man. Like Anything else you'd like to like to leave with to add there um i guess just hang in there eh? you know it is life is this wild and wonderful thing you know there's going to be it's going to be good days there's going to be bad days you just got to hang in there um 
you know, whatever it is, that thing that you want most in life, whether it's, you know, a family or a job or, or you know, whether you're career motivated or not, I don't, I don't know, whatever that thing is, just hold on to that passion, never let go of that passion, let that thing propel you forward and drive you to, to get to that point. Um, yeah, just don't, just don't give up. Yeah. And that's it. And I say the same thing yeah. to you, my man. Yeah, I appreciate it. You're a bright you. shining light every time <laughs> I see you, like I say. And it's it's inspiring to be about around people like you with the energy and the infectious mm. nature of what you do and how you go about what you do. And we need more people like you in the world, man. So if you are feeling depressed and you are feeling alone or and things like that are happening, yeah, just remember remember what you're trying to strive towards and do and find some positive in that and just keep yeah. working at that and it'll always get better. Yeah. It will get better no matter how hard it is. Yeah. You can look inside yourself. You have the drive. You can do it. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Righto. Thanks for coming on, brother. Yeah, I look you. forward to hearing everything it. in the future, man. Yeah, yeah, you too. Righto, that's us. We're up. Yep. Woo! Did it. Another one done and dusted. Thanks a lot for listening, everyone. I really appreciate it. Love the support, as always. And I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you enjoyed the this episode with Andrew. I mean, he's he's a real dude, and he and he shares the struggles that he's been with. And I think we can all relate to that in some way or another. But we've got to keep striving for to be better, to be the best version of ourselves, to strive forward with confidence and belief in ourselves, and achieve our dreams. And he's an advocate for that, and I respect him for it, and I love him for it. But I love you guys too. Thanks a lot for listening. If you want to follow us on Instagram, my own personal account, Dan Triple underscore good, or our podcast Instagram page, Going Deep with Dan Good. And if you'd love to follow us, subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the platforms. I love it. It would mean a lot to me, guys. But thanks a lot for listening. More content to come. Some great people to come on board with. And we'll be back rolling. Fingers crossed, full production for those of you who are watching the podcast on YouTube. Thanks a lot for listening. Keep grinding, baby.